when you think like this, getting them to buy or selling them is hard, is difficult, is complicated. I want you to just identify that model for yourself. And then on the opposite, especially as we move into launching, is identify the model where this will be easy. That's gonna be your homework. I want you to like, like really explore your energy when you're selling, the tone of your copy, the decisions you make in your launches, all of it, when you're thinking it's gonna be hard versus it's gonna be easy. Yes, there's someone on virtual. Whitney. Okay, I am, um, I'm just thinking through my demand and I'm thinking through, you know, kind of like putting my gas pedal on and then taking it off. And what I notice is when I am at full capacity, when I'm at demand, when I start building my wait list, it's like the attitude I get is I'm pushing the clients away, but not because it's like I, I'm, it's like I'm annoyed at them. It's, it's very weird how it, it I know it's like, <laughs> don't you know that I'm like, why do you want to pay me so much money? It's so annoying. Yeah, it's, it's wild because, but then when I, when I'm not at full demand, it is something where it's like, I, I'm so graspy. So it's like this cycle of when yeah. I feel in full demand, it's like, oh, I'm this. And then when I don't, but the problem that that's created in my business is like high value cycles that drop to low value cycle. And it's like, yeah, is yeah. it, is the thought that makes you feel annoyed some flavor of you like you guys want so much for me and I can't give it to you it's a little bit like that like for example somebody reached out to me on Instagram they're like do you offer one-on-one -on -one coaching and I'm like go to my website and like fill out my application you know like that's kind of like in my head when they're and then I'm like but then I have to stop myself and I'm like whoa wait a second why are you pushing this away this is a potential client for you like what is happening for you right now yeah. what 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 is the thought though what triggers that? Like what, how, why do you get triggered about that? What's your thought? I think it's like, uh, this is, this feels so cringy to say. It's okay. Say it. We've all had the thought. I'm sure. It's like, they don't think I'm good and or like they think that I'm lower than what I am or so, like the, who something well, like, what do you mean like they think I would like I'm like let I'm like less successful than, than what I am I'm less successful than what I am like that is that's it but then when I am wait wait hold on so the thought is like why do they think I'm so accessible to just yes. message me like that yes yeah just don't respond to them then if you don't want to be that accessible why they think that is probably because you respond to them I do, <laughs> but I'm, I'm like in my head, I'm like, uh, it, it, but the energy from which I respond to them is yeah. They either don't less. respond to them or respond to them. Right. But only respond to them if it feels good for you. My thought is I'm accessible when I want to be, 
Like I'm not really on social media, but every once in a while, late at night or early in the morning, I might be on my phone and I might be like, what's going on with the world? I'm gonna log on. And then I might respond to people on Instagram. Like they send me a message and I actually reply to them. Most times I don't reply at all. I don't even know that they sent me something. My team just clicks it and it's open, but sometimes I see it and I respond. Now you could also, if you if, like, where if you're at your place, a place in your business like 200k, where you could hire someone part time to be like an EA for or a, an assistant for you, then they could respond for you. Yeah, but like you're, they're only believing you're accessible. Like you could even respond as your EA. Thanks for reaching out. Right. <laughs> please visit www.whatever to sign up for a consultation or to join the wait list. Have a great day. Oh, I think you notice it's like so unuseful. Why would, listen, why would you let a Facebook message or an Instagram message change anything about your mind or your day and keep you from making money? People are gonna do all the things, even when you're not accessible. Like if I'm this one person that keeps messaging and they're like, I just wanna make sure you see this. I just wanna make sure that you saw this. Hey, just checking in again, did you see this? It's, but the thing that's, that, that I, it's like, I, it's not that I think a pro, it's necessarily a problem like, oh, I'm so in demand and then I have to push people away. It's that what happens is I get into man, demand, I get fully booked. And then I get into this weird headspace where it's like, oh, I don't, I don't need to sell. I don't need to blah, 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 blah. And then my demand decreases. And then I'm like, oh shit, I don't have any demand. And I go into a low value cycle. So it's just this weird. Yeah. Just stop doing it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm just becoming aware. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. I think I'm just becoming aware of it right now. Like, like sometimes oh. you don't even need to understand it. You just need to stop doing it. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it. Okay. They can also peer coach you on it, but I really like, sometimes it's like not useful to sit into figuring it out why and like philosophizing, philosoph what's the word? Can't say it. <laughs> but just sitting around thinking about it, right? Just stop doing it. Like that's not useful. Just stop checking them. Yeah. A and, and I just need to sell consistently without making it mean that like, I'm a loser if I have to do that or something or that I'm doing that. Like this yeah, is there's like a little ego of like, yeah. I shouldn't have to be selling. Yes. And, and for any of you that think that like, please let that go. I do not even feel that way. I'm going to talk about that in launching. I have a really good quote coming up. Just y'all wait. I read it today and I was like, whew, yes, even I needed to hear that. But it's something along the lines of like, we are, our past sales do not entitle us to new sales. That's the simplest version of it. So good. Right? Like even I don't feel that way. I do not feel entitled to the sales for the next round of this mastermind. I believe in my bones, I'm going to have to work to get them. Yeah. Every time. Yep. That's and it's not even just like working to get them, right? I want to work to get them. I want to nurture them. I want to nurture more people. So that could be a thought that could be really useful for you. I want to help more people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I want to help them whether they can pay me now or not. Mm -hmm. This today or is whether they're willing to pay me now or not. I just want to help them. Yeah.
Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, one over here, Priyanka. Um, so I've been for the past couple of days and during some dinner conversations uncovered the this will be hard versus this will be easy because I'm launching this yeah. is my third launch coming up and I realized my model for this will be hard I feel heavy burdened and definitely pressured and the actions that I take is I start looking this is very standard for me I start looking for best action best words, perfect plans, because I think that that's going to relieve my burden. That's going to relieve my, my pressure if I found the perfect, best, right way. And then I then will complicate my process. Yeah. I complicate my messaging. I start doing more, thinking more, overworking, ruminating. Mm -hmm. And then I end up making it hard for me. And I'm realizing I'm also bringing in that client. Yeah. As opposed to the times that I've believe this will be easy and i feel light i have fun i don't second guess myself i start listening more to my intuitive gut so i can speak more freely and powerfully from my authority that i have yeah i've been just i think not doing as much and i start nurturing my ideal client from my place of authority and so they come in as easy clients because i've been nurturing them so the whole good. time from that place and i it's almost like i was holding on to this will be hard i didn't want to let it go for some yeah. reason and yeah because your yeah. your brain is more comfortable thinking that that's the yeah. only reason yes will you post those models on the page yes they're so good like i feel like she just read like this is my exact model yeah and, and i will add to it which is like i often just think about my emails and my content is like this is my current best iteration like this is just the current iteration Next time will be even better. But I'm like, I'm always like, obviously we're all a work in progress and I'm always getting better. So I never feel like, I feel like when we want perfection, it's because we don't, well, we don't want to invite failure, but also it's like, we want um, everything to be kind of set in stone. Like if it's perfect, it can be permanent. But I never let myself look at my content that way. Even sometimes that will hold me back from releasing podcasts. Like um, I did this teaching in 2K two like last Monday and I thought it was really useful and I, I wanted to release it as a podcast for this coming Wednesday. And then I caught the thought, which is like, actually what I should do is sit and think about this concept more and then make it better and more teachable and more clear and then record a podcast. And then that content then will be like, cause it's the best, iteration because it's going to live on for years and years and years but when i have that thought what happens is the content never makes it to the podcast or rarely does yes one more and then we're going to move on this feels utterly terrifying but maybe helpful perfect <laughs> so i was just sitting here writing my model i only got through the hard one but I wrote, um, I feel fear, and now I feel like I want to throw up, and my writing becomes stilted. I don't write stuff, I don't send stuff, I sit and perfectionize what I have written, I don't get patient, I don't get curious, and look at what you've written, and how you write it, and what you write, and how often, and then I don't test stuff, and because I don't, this is the vomit part, because I don't test stuff, I don't let my clients love me, and then the result is that I don't, have clients who love me and 
for me, this feels like letting my clients in is about my own lovability mm. in a kind of fucked up way. Like, what am I doing? Like, this is just a business. Yeah. I'm just talking to accountants about numbers. And then, <laughs> I love that you're finding that though. Right, so your work is to find your lovability. So when you find your lovability, yeah. you won't need your clients to find it at all. Find my lovability for Yeah, me, you won't need them to see it at all. Okay, yeah. Which will free, like that's when you get into sufficiency with selling. I don't need you to find my lovability. Okay, right. Now they will, <laughs> but you won't need it. So you won't be a codependent coach. Right. Right? Yeah. Like when we need our clients to love us, that's when we create a codependent relationship with them. We need them to love us, buy from us, keep buying from us in order for us to feel lovable. Right. Okay. And I think I avoid that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's a good thing, but like not, it's not, but it's like, I would rather you fill yourself up with lovability and then avoid right. that because you don't need it, not because. Like, it's a weird thing that's happening where it's like, you want the, the lovability and then it sends you into this place where you like don't show up and that's not good. That's, yeah, that's what Right? We want you to show up, but yeah. we also want you to not need the lovability. Right, I wanna show up from a place of it not having anything to do with the lovability. Yes, And yeah. because I fear or whatever that I can't go there, I just like shy away from the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome, thank you. You're so welcome, okay. So you're gonna try these thoughts on too. Your offer had demand before you even created it. It's always been there. There's more of it than you have room for, than you even have room for. People are actively searching for you right now. That one I really want you to consider. If people are, you're not in a sales cycle, you're not in a launch, you don't have one-on-one -on -one spots available, what are you gonna do when they're still actively searching for you right now and you want to help them? And you want to make sure that just because they're searching for you, like they still need time to be nurtured before they pay you, right? Like the, that's what I want you to consider. And if you're not full, you're still selling, like say, let's say you're selling one-on-one -on -one or you're selling group and you're not selling that out, right? Consider how it would feel to believe that people are actively searching for you right now. And if you're in that place where you're full and people actively searching for you now feel stressful for you, just figure out how you're going to solve for that. Right, for me, they can't join 200K unless we're open, but we have a wait list and we create incredible content from that wait list. We send them a weekly email and they, they get um, coaching snippets from the room, they get my thoughts and, and things I wanna help, like tell them to help them make money now. They get opportunities to join behind the scenes and, and get to like, at, people say all the time, like, oh my God, the behind the scenes, like that was so valuable. Right, I was in the last one, now I'm in this one, right? So I'm just always giving them, them opportunities because I know they're actively searching and I wanna make sure that either they're taking my free content or they're taking my paid offer to get themselves results in the meantime, right? It's either they're just getting results with my free stuff or they're getting results with my paid stuff and that's always the case. And they're clamoring to pay me, right? Meaning they would, if I said there were only 100 spots in this room, what would y'all do? Your videos for sure would be like, you'd be like, okay, it's a whole event. It's like the video Olympics. I we used to do a call called the Hunger Games call. Because we would have like a hundred people on it and I would have like 10 spots. And so they would have to like get on and just tell me on why they I should choose them over someone else. It was so great. 
We did that for like three rounds or four rounds. People would like get ready for it. And then they would email in and they'd be like, well, I said this, but I just want to say, I also forgot to say this. Or they'd be like, you didn't pick me and I just need you to know this. And so they would send more videos in and more emails in and tell us, right? Like that's what people would do. So I just want you to consider the idea that my offer is not different than your offer. Your offer has the same level of demand for you that it, that it does for me. The only difference is I'm believing it, so my actions create more of it. Okay, and then tr make sure, screenshot this. You're going to get the, um, the slideshow, but just make sure you really hear this, that failing at selling your offer doesn't ever mean that you don't have demand for your offer. It means you didn't execute the proper equation to bring it in. The proper equation, oh, hold on, this one was first, right? Your brain's job, oh no, that wasn't supposed to be there. I was so confused. Where's that? Oh, I think we're missing a slide. Can you guys find it? It was the, there was a slide with the proper equation to bring it in when they're like, um, let me go back and make sure it wasn't there, but I think we're missing one. It was like how they troubleshoot demand, that model. No, there was another one, I think. Like the mod, like what they do, there was a whole model of what they do. See if you can find it. If not, we'll post it in the group. And we can all do one here. Um, I'll take a question while you guys look for it. Yes, or, or a statement. I have a statement. <laughs> <laughs> Nurturing your future clients also nurtures your current clients. Because yeah. I am on the wait list for 200K and yeah. I love the behind the scenes and I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the 200K earner panel, so good. And I, it reinforces the thought, she's my person. Right? Yes. For, for your current client. And what I found when I figured that out of like how I think about you and I was like, Ooh, let me have those thoughts about me mm. is as I post and share things, my current clients are like, yes, it's so good. And it reminds them why they hired you, why it was a good idea. And it, and then they tell their friends, like nurturing, isn't just your future client, it's your current clients and their experience mm. of you. I just want to add that. So good. So good. Um, okay, I know I see you waving back there, but I also have, had someone over here that had been raising their hand, or did we give, give, we give up over here? <laughs> okay, I'll come back. Yes. Hi, okay, so you coached me at the end of the last call of the last round, and I told you I had the goal to walk across the stage, and, but it didn't feel probable, right? Yeah. Like, and you told me that to maintain my belief, I would need to be willing to be wrong. Mm -hmm. And that w being willing to be wrong wouldn't make me wrong. Yep. And that changed the game on being able to believe in demand ahead of time and not so hit good. goals. So I just wanted that to offer that. Like, yeah, so good. You believe you don't hit the goal. It doesn't mean you were wrong. You just, Whatever the equation is, you're going to show us. Yes. <laughs> I think I've already so shown it, but, and there's more in launching too. I think he's creating it. Yes, you're getting it right now, wherever that's come from. 
I can see it on my screen down here. It's coming. Um, anyone else while we wait? Yes, over here. Um, hi, Stacey. So I had a bit of an aha moment because basically I bought 2K in February. And I had just started coaching. And from the simplicity of the 2K, I just started selling. And it went like, I don't know, 45,000 in three, four months. So good. I know. But then I bought the 200K. And the minute I bought the 200K, everything dropped. Why? Tell me what thought, so, what thought switched. So I think that when it was so easy and successful because I was just following the 2K, I was like, oh, I'm doing this. And I was like doing the bridge gap and everything. And it was just so easy and fluid that I started changing my price, changing my offer, changing everything. And then when I got the 200K, all of a sudden I got all this information and I think I froze because- Hold on, wait, wait. Why did you start changing your offer, changing your prices, all that? Because I love change. No. <laughs> I, I know, I just thought, oh- Right, but you're thinking so the 200K process did that, but you did that. That's what caused yes. the demand to go down. Yeah. And that but it wasn't the being overwhelmed. It was just changing all the things. It was changing all the thing, but then, then there was like this surplus of information on top. And I thought, oh, I'm doing something wrong. Or I'm, I have to follow again, a new protocol or a new information. And I made it, it, I just thought, oh, this was so easy. And then, oh, it's going to be hard. So what do you think the solution is? The solution was, or is for me that um, it's just learning. I'm, I just, if I don't change anything and I just add on, like, I don't need to, I, I thought 2k was something and 200k was another thing. And I left the 2k process to, okay. To learn something else. Yeah. And you also, so on top of that, you also stop thinking all of those thoughts that weren't useful for you. Yes. Right. You don't say it's a lot of information, right? You don't, all the thoughts you had, I want you to go back and watch this when we release it. But you said a lot of thoughts that seemed just like an observation of what's happening, but they're really just thoughts that you keep thinking that aren't useful. Like which one first? I don't remember exactly what they were. Does anyone else remember them? Huh? Okay, so 2K was so easy. That might not be useful for you now. What was another one? It's a lot of information. What was another one? I don't even know if they caught them. <laughs> it was like, you were just explaining it, right? You were yeah. like, it was a lot of information. And then you said just a couple of things after that. I just don't remember exactly what they were, but it was those couple of things that just, you said them like they were the news, mm -hmm. but they were, they didn't make you feel good. They were so unuseful. Mm -hmm. And so going back, it's like, I think just. Like you have to be in charge of your mindset, yeah. right? Like you have to say useful things about the room. Someone, one of the one-on-one -on -one coaches asked us about this and they were like, so if they come from 2K and they're coming into 200K, what, like, what happens if they want to like really go back to the 2K process? And I said, well, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like I always say, and we're gonna talk about this in launching next, but if you are getting results and then you stop getting results, you've got to figure out what the model was when you were getting results, what the current model is, and you've got to go back to the old model. You've got to start thinking the thoughts you were thinking, right? If it helps to go back and just be like, okay, hold on. Let me just get back to the 2K process and keep things super simple for myself for a moment until I can get back into my confidence and I start selling again. And then I'm going to look at the, the thoughts I was choosing about 200K that was not helpful at all. And I'm going to choose different ones, right, to fuel me forward. I was like, that's fine. 
I told them it's okay for them to go back to the 2K process, but also they bought 200K for a reason. Find out what the reason is that they bought 200K, right? And remind them of that. And remind them that we're what, exactly what you said. We're taking the foundation and all we're doing is just adding to it. Like PSPR is just a more advanced version of bridging the gap, right? You're still always gonna be meeting people, telling them you're a life coach and making offers to help them. Right? But the same is true in 2K as in 200K where you just don't change your offers. Keep selling what's working. Yeah, and that's where I think the, the, the shift for me was that I thought it was something different and I had to do everything. Yeah. Yeah. Versus just that that might have been one of the thoughts. This yeah. is different, I have to do everything different. Mm -hmm. Right? Those are thoughts that you think them, you think that they might be true, but really it's just a thought that when you say it, it feels bad to yourself. So you just stop saying it. Like, I'm actually gonna do all the same things and I'm gonna add a few more that's gonna like, pour gasoline on the fire. Okay, Thank you. you're welcome. Make sure you get peer coaching on this or you bring it in the breakout sessions. Like, do not let yourself sit for the next six months in this model, okay? Promise me, okay. All right, this was the, um, can you put it up? This was the, this was the model. So great, I don't know where y'all found it, but good job. <laughs> All right, um, oh no, I don't know if that was the one, but we'll stick with it, All right? No, it was a troubleshooting one. You know what, we're gonna move on. I know it's in the launching one. I had it in two different places, so we're just gonna move on.